Hello and welcome to Monday Chat with Olushe, where we share with you about all things faith, motherhood, family and life. So welcome everyone to um, this beautiful session with my dear sister and friend here, Nikki Famojiro. It is she's a friend of the house, really. If you were at the Money Motherhood Conference or you are in Mom University and you have access to the master class that we had, you definitely heard our session about productivity hacks. And believe me, I know that it's been one of the best, um, you know, spoken about sessions. So I'm happy to have her here again today. And we're going to be chatting about growth and how you can make you um, productivity and growth, right? You know, just see the relationship between both of them because they go hand in hand. Productivity helps you to grow. When you grow, you become more productive. It's like a continuous cycle. So yeah. thank you for joining us here today, Nike. <laughs> it's good to have <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It's thank good you to have you here. So I'm just going to let her um, tell you a little bit about herself, first of all, before we start. I know that you are, you are waiting to just ask all your questions, but just hold on, calm down, and let her just share with you a little bit about herself and why you should listen to her today. Okay. All right, Nikki, over to you. Thank you so much. I think you've done such an amazing introduction, but I think first of all, I just want to say a big thank you for having me to come here and speak to everyone in your community. I love the new home. Like mm -hmm. it looks amazing. I think, you. you know, <laughs> I noticed you had 5,000 visitors to the new website. And I'll say 16, to myself, 16,000. I'm like, 16,000. Wow. I was like, wow. wow. In 24 hours, I was so, wow. oh my God. Yeah. I probably take like four or five out of the, you know, 16,000 because I checked it on my laptop, I checked it on my phone. My you know? <laughs> it's so beautiful. And mm -hmm. I just want to thank God because. To answer the call, I know how, I can just imagine the process. Mm -hmm. And after the call and you put this all together and surrender it to God, I just want to thank you for doing that. Thank so you. being here today and knowing that this is like the first mommy chat in our new you know, sparkling home, <laughs> that makes me like double excited mm -hmm. as well. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Well, okay, let me introduce myself. My name is Nike Famujiro. Uh, it feels good to be with people that can pronounce my name and with everyone here as well. <laughs> and then I'm a mom, <laughs> not Nike, Nike. And then I'm, I'm a mom. I have two girls. I live in Canada. Um, I live in BC, British Columbia, the place that has the nicest weather in Canada. I know. <laughs> And then, so I'm a mom, I'm a coach, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, I just do a lot of things. <laughs> I'm a speaker as well. I've been a TEDx speaker talking about time management. And my favorite dessert is anything with ice cream. Just put ice cream mm. in there. Really? Yeah, that's <laughs> me. Now you know my weakness. <laughs> I know. I was like, you and my son should, live, should be living in the same house. Like, you could take ice cream like a hundred times a day. He just takes it to the freezer, takes another scoop. I'm like, what are you doing there? Nothing. Exactly. I, and I have my theory with ice cream. I'm like, we can have it for breakfast. It's like cereal. It's milk and sugar. It's the same. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just saying. And then you could add the waffles to it and then 
or, or just add the milk. Do you know, it just makes a product breakfast. What else are you looking for? Exactly. You have me. <laughs> now oh my awesome. goodness. <laughs> but the thing about me the most uh, out of all of that is I love God. Like mm. I really, really love God. I, mm. I love that I know him and I seek to know him every day. So that's mm. all about me. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, that about yourself. And, um, you know, it's amazing how you just meet people and you just fall in love with them somehow, you know, because it's like your values are calling to each other. You know, it just feel like your heart is, is connected to this person's heart. Even though you've not met them physically or anything like that, you can just feel the vibe that they give off. And that's exactly what I would say about her. And, and it's such a pleasure to be, to be in her space and, you know, just to follow her and see the amazing work she's doing with I Am A Mom Leader. That is so, so good. Thank you. Thank All right. You. Okay, just another thing to ask you before we get into today's topic is okay. tell me one fun thing that happened to you very recently, like something that you laughed about, or like, oh my God, that was so silly of me or something like that. <laughs> okay. I'm a mom, so... Every day, there's always something fun with my kids. Uh -huh. <laughs> Let me just put that there. So I have a four-year-old. She did something really funny yesterday. I still can't get over it. So she started actual school because, you know, like the pandemic and everything, I was doing homeschooling. So I decided, I think it was two weeks ago to start sending her to like a actual school. Uh -huh. So the first day she went in and she came back. So I asked her, I said, my name is Tisha. So I said, oh, Tisha, did you meet anybody? Like, what are your friends' names? And uh -huh. she just stopped and looked at me and said, my friends, they know their names. I said, did you ask them for their names? Well, the teacher knows their names. And I just thought, <laughs> so, you know, in that minute, I'm like, how do I top that? They actually do know their names, but don't you want to know their names? But they know their, as she was so adamant, like, they know their names. Like, what do I need to know? Already know why do I need to know their names? And you know what? It's interesting because it was funny. And I was sharing this with my husband when he came home. And I said, the lesson that I learned from her is, I need to know who I am. Like, mm -hmm. even if you don't know who you are, like, I know who I am. Like, she said to me, she said, I know my name. They mm -hmm. know their mm -hmm. name. It's one happy home. Why should I know their names? So I was like, I need to be very confident in who I am and know who I am. And mm -hmm. whether they know, want to care to know who I am or not, I need to be well defined. Mm -hmm. who I am. So that's one thing that happened to me. And I haven't gotten yeah. over it. I mean, I mean, and that is so funny. And, and I love the lesson from there, really. Even if nobody else knows, I, just, I should know myself. But I find that a lot of us are actually stuck in that in that place. Sometimes people, other people even know us more than we know ourselves. And that's not even a, a, good, a good place to be at, you know. If you don't know who you are, and other people have to be the ones to tell you who you should be, then it becomes a problem because you're always, you know, oscillating between being this person today and another person tomorrow. You can't even find yourself. Everybody else is the one in charge of who you should be. And that's where a lot of us as mothers even get stuck. You don't even know which one you should be right now, you know, because you're not very comfortable with your identity. That is such a lesson from her, honestly. That is such a so we So we're all done now. So bye, everybody, because, you know. <laughs> I know we've already put the message. We can, just, we can just close and go home. That is such a message, people, if you agree with me. It is such a message. And it's a message I preach all the time. So really, I feel like it is the message about mm -hmm. us as moms because a lot of times we are just so you know stuck with the labels that other people give us mm -hmm. like i usually like to say what if you were not married what if you didn't have children you know what if you didn't have that job who you really be you know mm -hmm. as a core of who you are and i feel like that's what that's the thing that has happened over this one year of the pandemic where um a lot of people now realize that the things that they held dear were not oh, really yeah. the real deal yeah. you know and you're like oh my god 
maybe some people that lost their job, for instance, and things that they thought towards it. Maybe going, going, going away from home every day was your identity, going back suits to work was your identity. Now you can just show up on a Zoom call in your, in your sweat and nobody's going to care, you know, that kind of thing. And the things that really defined you, are not, you have to really check them again. Is that who I, I really was? And then you can now sift through all of those things and pick out the real deal. And that is such a powerful lesson for us, especially as moms, you know, who are wearing different hats of, you know, this one today, that one tomorrow. Yeah, so I think we can pick it up from there and just um, dig into my question for you, first of all, around this lockdown pandemic and all of that, which is, you know, what would you say has kept you, um, will I say, <laughs> I don't want to use the word sane, but I feel like that's, how, that's what we are saying in this, you know, with all the different changes. I mean, I'm thinking about my son, he hasn't had soccer. Tomorrow there's, oh, there's soccer, tomorrow there's no soccer. You know, it's just mm. something or the other. Something's always changing. What has helped you to like, keep your balance and, you know, just keep your feet standing strong, uh, you know, with all the changes that have happened around us in recent times? Okay, well, it has been God, but I have to make a disclaimer first. So my normal life is I work from home and, that didn't change even during the pandemic, like I, I work from home. <laughs> so, I, and I'm not a very outdoorsy person. I do love going for walks, but mm -hmm. I am not like going out to meet up with dinner. I'm that person that if I have an excuse to cancel, I would cancel. So let's say that the mm -hmm. pandemic gave me a very valid reason for not staying up <laughs> in places. So I'm coming from the positive side. So for that, I'm very grateful. But then how have I stayed grounded in the season? I think the key thing has just been God. Because like what you said, even when you think you are so sure of your identity, when certain things are taken away from you, it makes you question yourself like, okay, so who am I now like, mm -hmm. in this area now that I cannot do X or I cannot do Y? Mm -hmm. But for me, it was just a time for me to go back to God and say, okay, God, let's be honest. Like I had my plans entering into 2020. Mm -hmm. and they're mm -hmm. not going to work. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, it just makes me wonder even what my relationship is with you when I was writing those plans, because you should have just given me a tap and be like, girl, drop the pen, you know? So it's, so since that's a situation, it's a great time to really um, bring into life this word that says that trust in the Lord with all your heart and mm. lean on your own understanding. I think that's the message that has just taken me through 2020. Like, God, I'm just going to trust you with all, mm. not just some, just all of it, because I know that I reserve some of the trust and depend more on my smartness and my wittiness and my connections mm. and all of that. I'm just going to surrender all of that to you. So just seeking his understanding on a daily basis. That's what kept me in 2020. I, like literally, I wake up in the morning and I act, actually speak this word over my life and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. Okay, people, how are we going to entertain ourselves today? Because I, I have no idea what to do. <laughs> or even what am I going to cook today that is like mm. extra, you know, and I just keep standing on the word. So it's been God's word. Mm. And my secret weapon has been going for walks. Like mm. I started going for 30, I started 30 minutes walks and then I turned into an hour work, walk. And then later I turned into a prayer walk. Hmm. That has really helped me. Like, I feel like I escape. <laughs> I leave the house getting fresh air. And then when I turn into a prayer walk, then I would just use that time to really talk to God, hmm. not to go through my, my grocery list or whatever, just talk to God and then come back home refreshed. So I that's love been it. our I love that. Together. I love that. So, I mean, what I hear you say is 
whatever, wherever we find ourselves, no matter the situation, if you can just find your way back to God. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have all the answers you would need from his presence uh, and all of that. And I find that for us as moms, it's like, you know, it's like well, it's like a, the, the chicken and the egg kind of thing where you feel like I don't have enough time to pray. Mm -hmm. uh, so you don't pray and then you feel stressed. Whereas if you make time to pray, you know, even if it's 30 minutes every day, just to devote to just praying and just seeking God and just being in that quiet moment with your, with, with the father and all of that. It's like you get the strength you need to actually go make it through the day. But a lot of yeah. us see it, but we take it backwards. We're like, I don't have time. I can't pray. But like you, you actually, the, the thing should be, I have so much work to do. I cannot afford not to pray. Something yeah. like that. You know, that yeah. should be what we do because that's where we get our strength, wisdom to even navigate your fears and things like that. I find that the days that I'm really stressed and I have a lot of work to do, if I can just make room in my life to pray, I find like my work goes faster. It's like I just yeah. have this extra strength, extra wisdom, you know, shortcuts really to yeah. know how to yeah. even navigate this new thing. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful experience. So I hear you and I hear you on that. All right. Okay. So let's go into growth, uh, you know, uh, growth and, and the mom life. And I just want to, first of all, ask why is it even especially for us to grow? And in what area should we be thinking of growth? How should we grow as moms? Why is it not just okay to just be a mom and just be fine? You know, why do we need to grow? Yeah. Hmm. it's so powerful this question because i feel like the reason why we need to really pay close attention to growth is when you think about biological growth it happens whether you like it or not you're going to be holding it tomorrow so because things around us kind of grow naturally without effort so hmm. as moms we think that it's just going to happen <laughs> no it's not going to happen <laughs> the thing is first thing is even your role as a mom your children are growing and i always explain this that as a mom, you are in different phases. You know, uh, you be a mom to a newborn baby where you hardly ever get sleep, and then you move on to be a mom to this hyperactive, you know, toddler that wants to see the world, and then you move on to this teenager that you don't even you're trying to figure out what is on his mind and mm -hmm. all whatnot, and then you you know, so the different phases. And if you're not growing, you find that you keep you'll be treating your teenager the way you treated that teenager when was a baby mm. because that's all you know know about that's all you've learned and that's why you see a lot of frictions in the home where the teenagers say oh you don't get me why because mm. you've not even put the effort to grow and this is not even just growth even just spiritually it's good to grow spiritually mm -hmm. trust me even physically like how many moms like that are listening right now can tell me they know how to operate every single electronic in the house like they know how to turn things on and off and do wonders with their phones we don't know these things and we sometimes we don't care to know it because we're just too busy. We can't be bothered. That's okay. But just think about when you were a teenager and the things that you knew that your parents did not know about mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. things you kind of could have got into or maybe you did get into just because your parents had no clue of what you were doing. I just want to tell something really funny. I remember when email started off mm -hmm. and one of my friends actually said to his dad I was going to go open an email address. So the dad was trying to understand. It was like, okay, so when you open the email address, are you going to get a box, you know, and a key? I was thinking, no, we don't get a box. And he's like, how does it work? Because his mind is thinking about P.O. box. The where P.O. You box. Check your letters. So he's trying to understand. It's like, okay, so how many letters do you get in a day? It was like, it's just emails. We don't get letters. So it's like, how many letters? <laughs> if, if it gets full, what are you going to do? You know, he just couldn't wrap his head around the mm. email address. Why? Because he decided not to grow in that area. Mm. Mm -hmm. So even as thinking physically we need to grow like learn keep learning 
don't act like I don't want to know. You should know mm. because you keep growing. And then spiritually, you have to grow. Mm. If you don't grow, then you're stagnant. And you know what happens? You're going to dry mm-hmm. up. That's, That's the it. truth. You know, I read a scripture this morning. It says that for, if, you, if you know, you, you will know more and you have an abundance. Mm. But the people that do not know, even the one they know will be taken away from them. Yeah. And wow. thinking, ah, they don't even have enough. It will be taken off from them. Mm. So if you're thinking, I don't want to grow, I know enough. The word of God says, be careful that even the little that you think you know might be taken away from you. Mm. And when we think about the parable of the talent, that's exactly what happened. They took away the talent from someone that didn't do anything and gave it to the person that had much more. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop right there. Wow. That's why you should. Wow, that is so powerful. I mean, something you said really struck me, which is the fact that if you don't use what you have, you'll be taken away from you. And I'm sure a lot of us can relate to this thing because like when something has become redundant, after a while, it, it, it's not as sharp as it used to be. It's like a skill you have, you know, and you don't use that skill for a while. It's just the way it is. After some yeah. time, you are going to either forget something or it's not going to be as smooth as it's supposed to be when you were doing it every day or when you were practicing or growing in that area of your life. It's like writing, you know. If, you, if, if you're a writer, I don't know how many people are listening are writers. If you write well and you write often, you find that you're... you're I mean, I look at something that I wrote like five years ago. I'm like, do you really write this thing? Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> you know, because you grow in that skill the more you use it. But if we're redundant and we are not um, deliberate about how we are growing, it's, it's like it's going to die, die a natural death. It's like when you don't water the plants, it's going to die. And that's how it is. A lot of us as moms feel like the only thing that I, that I am now should be known for is my motherhood or my just being a wife or whatever. What about sharpening yourself mentally? What about your spiritual growth? What about growing in every single area of your life? And that's why I love, you know, what, what, we, talk, what we call the five circles here at Mothers Arising, the five circles of your life as a mom, you're growing, a growing in your, in your God-given enterprise, whether it's ministry or career or business, whatever. How are you sharpening your skill in that area? You know, how are you sharpening your skills spiritually? Because sometimes you could just throw that onto the back. Like, oh, I can invest so much money in my growth in other areas, but spiritual, what does it mean? Just remember and pray. It's not a big deal. <laughs> you know, we should be striving to ensure that we are growing in a balanced way across all areas of our lives, whether it's with your friends, relationally, in your marriage, in your family, your parenting, grow. Because if anything that doesn't grow, you know what happens to them. They die in natural death. Okay, so now let's get, now that we know that why we should grow, can we go into, um, how can we ensure, like I said before, like chicken and egg, how can we ensure that we make room in our life for growth to happen? Some people really wanna grow. Well, let me not say really want to, because if you really want to, you make a way. But maybe it's somewhere in their hearts. I want to grow, but I don't have time. It's like my life is so full. I'm overwhelmed. You know, I don't even know where to start from. How can I carve time out in this my schedule to ensure that I am constantly on a growth journey in my life? What would you say um, some of the things we should start to think about doing? Okay, so first of all, uh, I just wanted to address the area of I don't have time, mm-hmm. you know. As a man think gets in his hat, so easy. Mm. So if you keep expecting you don't have time, you would not have time. <laughs> so there is something called scarcity mindset when it comes to time. If you keep thinking you don't have time, you would never, it's, I'm not being mean, but you would never get to a place where your time will be enough for you. Yeah. And if there's anything we saw with what happened in 2020, where everybody was on lockdown, mm. all everybody had was time, mm-hmm. but we still didn't do what we had to do. Yes, I mean, yes, We all had time. 
Like all the things you said, well, I wish, you know, this will happen. Okay, sit down at home, do it. We still didn't do it. So the question that you asked us to, how do you plan your time to grow? First of all, I, I think my first big question will be, what are you spending your time on right now? Mm. If you make a list of everything you're doing in a day, like you can start, you can start doing from right now, like start making a list where you get something done, write it down. And the time and how long it took you to get it done, write everything down. I call it a time audit. You'll be so shocked as to how much time that you really, really spend on the things that matters to you or the things that matters to God. Mm. So once you're done with that, I've had some moms say, you know what? I put down all the things I have to do. They're all very important. Yes, I know they're all very important, but you need to filter these things with your priorities. What are your priorities? Mm -hmm. Your number one priority should be God. That's even not questionable. So if, for example, you chalk out prayer time and worship time, and I see how you spend your 24 hours and it doesn't even have God in it at all. So your priorities are a little bit upside down. Mm. So you have to make sure that your day reflects your priorities. So now just to backtrack again, what you've done is you've written out everything that you do in a typical day. And on another page, you put down your priorities. So you have God as your mm. mother, of course, your family is your priority. If you're in business, yes, your business you know, should be your priority, one of your priorities. And if you're maybe a career person, all of those things, you put them down. The important ones. I'm not talking about the I wish one day. I'm talking about mm -hmm. the really <laughs> top five <laughs> important priorities. So, and I'm going to explain what I'm saying. So if he's God, for example, don't just write God is my priority. No, no, no. I want something more specific. Like, oh, I want to spend, I want to become that woman that pays three hours a night, if mm -hmm. that's your priority. I remember when I was trying to work, I think you mentioned it in, um, in Rooted, discipleship mm -hmm. program where you're talking about praying three hours for a night and I was like I remember when I wanted to do that three hour thing it felt like mm, okay <laughs> God help me out you know so if that's if that's important to you where you say I want to do that or maybe you've made it your priority that you want to study the Bible from back to back mm -hmm. put that down now, once you're done with writing that priorities and now you have a list of all the things you do in a day, now it's time to filter it. Anything that doesn't fall under the priorities, you shouldn't be doing it. Mm. You shouldn't even be a part of it. Mm. It's hard, it's painful. Yes, you love it so much, but it's not something that will help you get to where you want to go. So take it out of your day. You know what? You're better off laying down and sleeping than doing those things that are zapping your energy that has nothing to do with your priorities. So I think the key thing here is one, what are you doing with your day? Two, what are your priorities? Filter that and tell me whether you have time or you don't have time. You will have time. Mm. Mm. You will. Mm. I like it. I, I mean, I love how you're saying that our priorities are so important because I hear a lot of people say things like, oh, you know, I don't have time for these things. And really like that time audit is the best thing ever. I mean, I, I, I made up my mind that I was not going to allow my, my, my interaction with social media control my life, right? So when I, I started to put, I'm not going to spend this, this no, more than this number of hours every day on maybe WhatsApp or whatever. If you get a message, if it's urgent, yes, I can always give myself a shot in minutes. But I made up my mind that no, it's not going to control me. I, I choose to control what I do with that time. Because a lot of times, if you look at what you're doing, you find that other things that are not your priority have actually taken your time. And in fact, there's no vacuum. If you yeah. don't put something in there, something else is going to take the time. Somebody else is going to direct how your day goes. Something else is going to direct how your day goes. So you better plan it to the very last second and say, I'm doing this at this time. I'm doing this audit of my time. What am I spending it on? Is it really priority to me? If it's priority to me, 
Am I spending enough time on it? Because we can lie to ourselves. Oh, I love God. You know, God is priority to me. And we can sing all the songs that raise up our hands in worship. But if we are not giving that priority time, it's not really priority to us. It's just like what we say, um, lip service. Just plain, plain lip service to that priority. If your marriage or your children are your priority, then you are giving time to it. So if you look at your time, how much am I spending on these things and say, this one I call priority. How come I'm spending only 30 minutes a day or even five or even zero on it? And then you try to reorder really, you know, and say, how can I do this thing better? It's what I, I do for myself. And I'm hoping that somebody's listening who wants to really grow in every area of their lives this year. And you're wondering, how can I really make time for my growth? Because I hear it all the time. Same thing, same story. I find that I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm like, well, you better do something about your, the way you're, you're spending your time. Because if it is important to you, then you will definitely make room for that thing in your life. And then you will grow in that area of your life. And that kind of like brings me, you know, to the next question that I wanted to ask about talking about growth and productivity, you know, and all of that. And, and I'm looking at growth here. I'm looking at productivity here. And I'm saying to myself, if I want to grow and I want to, I want to, um, I, I want to be better in my life, then I must give time to the things that will cause me to grow, right? And then when I give time to things that cause me to grow, I find that it's like my life has become simpler and I can now even give more time for growth. So it's like they're feeding into each other. I make room, I grow, I grow, I make more room. I make room, I grow, I grow, I make more room. And the thing about the hierarchy, the hierarchy of, of let's say hierarchy of needs, for instance, it's a triangle mm -hmm. that tapers as you go up. What it means is that the higher you want to grow, the more you have to be so strict about your priorities and the things that should, you should take with you to the top, right? So that's my, like, my next question to you, which is, as you've grown over the years, you know, and with the work you're doing, with mom and all of that, can you say that you've seen yourself grow in that area and you've had to let go of some things? They were nice to have, they looked good and shiny on the outside, or you realize that, you know what, if I really want to grow, then this has to go. And what are some of those things that you've seen, um, you know, for, for you? You know, I think not just things, I think I had to let go of people too. Mm. And I think that's the area that we struggle with. Um, when I when I started my business, I started from home and I just moved to Canada at the same time. And then mm. I came to little kids as well. And and I wanted to be a good friend and a good sister and good everything, you know, mm, how we hope. Mm, mm -hmm. Superhero. Yeah. But then I think the, the major aha moment for me was when I actually thought about it. This thing is it's so obvious, but we don't really spend time and think about it. That the 24 hours we keep talking about is actually a day in my life. Like mm. it's a day, it's my life. So basically, when you're saying how do you spend your time, is like how are you spending your life? Mm. Because I spend you know, 10 days, that's 10 days out of my life. And so it just made me key back and like, okay, I want to be in charge of my life because it's my life. Though they call it time, but it's my life. And I should pay attention to what I'm doing with it because we're going to give account of how we spend our time here on earth. So mm. what, one of the things I had to first figure out is I had to be very definite with time blocking. I use time blocking a lot. So I have a block of time that is my time with God. Sorry, you cannot interrupt that time because what I'm trying to show to my family at that time when I'm with God is that God is my priority. Mm -hmm. And 
I mean, I remember once I would, I would tell my husband this, like, maybe it's my prayer time. He's like, oh, you know what? Um, can you please help me do X, Y, Z? Like, okay, are you trying to tell me now that you're more important than God? Just check it, you know? <laughs> like, if you want me to give the time, I'm telling you. And he goes, ah, ah, no, calm down. But, you know, that, that, but that's exactly what it is when you put it into perspective. So I have that. And then I have time when I'm working on my business. When I'm working on my business, I'm working on my business, my phone is off. If you try to reach me when I'm working on my business, I, I had to respect the fact that if you're my friend and I'm not able to pick up your call while I'm working on my business, you should be able to understand. Yeah. Because if I was going to the office and my work does not allow me to pick up calls, you would understand. So exactly. It's the same thing. And also, even if you come by to come visit me at the time, I might not entertain you. My friends know that. I, might enter I wouldn't entertain you in the sense that I would open the door but I will go back into my office until I'm done. Mm. And then I'll come out and, and see you. So that in itself was some of the things I had to let go because yeah, mm. I wanted to, of course I wanted to hang out with my friends, but I had to start respecting the boundaries that I set for myself. Mm. Now, when I started respecting my own boundaries, it was easy to communicate that to the world and then they could respect that. And then it became a uh, talk around when people say, oh, you, you better don't call Nika around that time. She's not gonna pick up your call yeah. unless it's an emergency. <laughs> Exactly. Unless it's an emergency, exactly. you know. So just having to block your time like that, and even to the extent that when I'm spending time with the family, which I usually do around 5.30 and 7, when I'm spending time with the family, I limit the use on the phone. I try and be present and be there with them. Like, this is family time. What do you people want me to do? Roll on the floor? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I'm fully present mm -hmm. at that time. But I don't feel guilty when I'm doing my work because mm -hmm. I know that. 5.30 will come and will roll on the floor. Maybe not now, but, you know, just hold up with that. So just having to let go of some of the things you love and enjoy. Sleep is mm. one. Had to get up earlier than normal. Sleep is one for sure. Friends, yeah. And even I'm a very homebody. I know I mentioned that I go for walks. Mm -hmm. Going for a walk is like, I have to... Psych yourself up. Yeah. No, I'm like that. I, 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 I and then, you know, I'm, I'm that person that makes a rave all the night before about how I'm going to do this. And then, mm -hmm. <laughs> to the extent that I'm even dressed up to go. And I was like, did you, did you really have to go? Did you call me? I can stay. You know, so even that, you know, now that I've turned into a prayer walk now, it's a whole different story. It's like, mm. God's waiting on you. Are you yeah. gonna show up once, you know? Mm. So having to make that sacrifice here and there helps. Mm. But the big thing, you know, I talked about boundaries and all of that, but I think the big thing is being part of an amazing community like you have here keeps you accountable. Mm. Like seriously, if you're not leveraging on the all the sisters in this house to find mm. someone that you know you click with mm. that can make you accountable, then you're missing out on a big thing because mm. you've done an amazing thing bringing everyone together now is left for each individual person to find someone that you click with and you work with and just grow together so mm -hmm. that's my take i love it i love it I, I love what you've said you know i was going to hit on the boundaries thing because for mothers it's like i don't even understand this thing it's like we find it so tough so difficult to, to put boundaries in our lives where it's either you're feeling guilty because a friend is angry with you or you feel like you're, you're failing your children or maybe it's your husband you're failing but there's always something to be guilty about you know as moms and that mom guilt is real like let's not even deceive ourselves it is real and you know what what, what you said um something that really helps which is once you've already divided your day into times where you've given each each um like what i like to call the daily fight 
my daily five, right? What are those five things, five areas of my life that I must touch on every single day? So that it's, I want to make sure that I'm, I, I, I give my husband time to chat with my children. I want to give them time to chat. You know, I want to make sure that I have time for God. I want to work on my business. I want to maybe call someone, maybe family member, a friend. Each day, if, I, if you can put those five, whatever your five is, and make sure that you schedule those five into your every single day, easier for you to get rid of the mom guilt. So this thing of boundary, where I remember I wrote an article one um, few years ago about how working from home, people think it's easy, it's licensed to call you up at any time or to make you a babysitter, right? Where she's always home, so I can just drop my kids off. I'm like, really? I'm working. If I was working in the bank, are you going to come and drop your baby off with me? You see, like, you can't just do that. Of course, if it's an emergency, I would understand that. But it cannot be your everyday way of life. Where you now feel like, and mothers need to understand that boundaries are crucial. Put boundaries in your life. Even your family needs to know that there's a boundary. Like when you're praying, it's your boundary. I'm, I'm praying now, so you cannot come and disturb me. I'm on a call right now. You cannot come and come and just start talking about things that are irrelevant. You have to draw that boundary, put it in place. Because if you don't, what happens is you're, you're going to be so upset. You now have all these resentful things within you, like, oh, no, like what is it? You're angry with everybody. Don't they know I, have, I need my time? If you don't put it there, nobody's going to do it for you. You are the one who needs to let everybody in your life know that I have boundaries. I refuse to allow anybody else to, you know, to go past this one because this one is for me. You know, this time I'm spending with my family. You can't schedule anything in that time. Or this is when I'm spending with my children. Nobody else can cancel it. Or this is date night or whatever you want to put in there. But having those things planned in your everyday helps you to get rid of mom guilt. Like if it's five days and then I'm spending time with my children, then that's fine. I don't have to worry about that I, I spend the entire day on my computer because well, that time is coming. That's why it's important for you to ensure that your your the way you're talking about productivity, you know, planning your day, it is so crucial for you as a mom. And I really wish that everybody's getting this because it's what like the key to unlock every other area of your life that you feel like you're having trouble navigating. Just understanding how to make sure that I'm, I'm deliberate about how I'm spending my day, my time, will make you a happier mom. You won't be grumbling all over the place, upset, you know, cranky, yelling at everyone, because everything else has time. You, you, you even give yourself time. This time I'm spending with God. This time I'm spending with myself, because I'm an introvert. I need time for myself. Otherwise, everybody's going to go crazy in this house. You know, that kind of thing. I need to make that time for my life or everything else. So I hope that somebody's listening and you're taking notes about how you put boundaries in place, you know, and ensure that every area of your life that matters is taken care of. Otherwise, people are going to give you things to do and that you have nobody else to blame. Imagine that you already put yourself on your calendar, for instance, and somebody calls you up and says, are you available? I say, I'm sorry, I'm not. It's not because, like somebody said, that you see my social media doesn't mean I'm available to talk to you. No. Maybe it's me time. Maybe it's time I want to talk to you myself. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> you know, I'm not idle. I have, I'm talking to, I'm, I'm being with myself. So don't think you can just barge into my space and think that you can, do you, do you see what I'm saying? So I hope somebody's taking note of all, all these things. Just plan your day and include everything that is important to you. Take control of your time. Don't let other people take control of it for you. That is the, is the key to ensuring that you're growing as you should grow. This 2021 is a year for us to arise and occupy. Remember? So you better get up, arise, you know, step into all that God has for you, but your time, like we talked about yesterday, in a large degree, we're talking about that yesterday with us. Your, your $86,000, she called it for us yesterday, right? Is your every second in the day that you need to take note of how you're going to spend it. What are you going to be spending it on? 
how are you going to use it wisely? Because when it's gone, it's gone. You can't take it back, right? And you look back and say, wow, I regret using all of that time that I didn't use well. That's what we're talking about this today. All right, and it brings me to my next question, which is, I know people are like, okay, uh oh, sorry about that. What happened? Okay, all right. So my next question <laughs> is, um, you know, about, I know that people are like, okay, okay, I hear you, I hear you. What are, will I say practical tools that you use, you know, in your day that helped you to like keep yourself in check? Uh, maybe just making sure that, okay, I said I'll do this at this time and I'm, get, I'm getting it done. What are some of the things you use? Maybe your tools, um, you know, do you use pen and paper? How do you plan your calendar? Uh, do you use, a, you know, digital, what do you use? Uh, how do you do yours? I say the, the key thing is systems. Like if there's anything you're trying to do, you're running a home. There's mm -hmm. time to talk. You're CEO of running you know, the home. You decide on what they eat, what they wear. Like you're the boss. Mm -hmm. So you have systems in place. And if you have team members, awesome. But if you have little ones that they're not really team members, well, you can still work with it. So the thing is, I, I pick out different areas in my life and I put systems in place. So for example, let's think about, okay, you trying to get the kids ready in the morning. Your kids can, maybe they are not that whole to, enough to dress themselves, but they can still do a good job about it. Do you have a system in place in their room or in their space where they can grab their uniforms, grab their stuff and just go about their day? So I say, think about that in that way. Like for me, cooking dinners, is usually a, like a jam question. So I have list of <laughs> list of ideas of what I want to cook. <laughs> so I have, I, I don't do, I don't do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because I have a very picky family, but I have a list of like 10 dinner ideas. So I run you through the 10 ideas I have. You should find one. If you don't find one, I'm cooking one. So just putting that system in place just makes your life so much easier. Now, I'm not a planner person. I did try to use planner. It didn't really work out. So I'm more of a pen and a paper. Notebooks. I love notebooks. And there's there's so many fancy ones with like the way the covers are designed. They're so good. So many nice ones out there. So I use notebooks. I use notebooks to plan my day. And the way I run it is before I go to bed the day before, I just think about everything. You know, I'm grateful for the day. I think about everything I've done in the day. And I just pen down top three things I want to do the next day. And I put it top three things in all the areas in my life. So if it's in the household, what are the top three things I need to do? If it's laundry, cleaning, whatever, those are the three I'm going to do. If it's top three things, what I need to do in my business, I put that down. Those are the top three that I need to do. Even in my spiritual life, what are the top three things I want to do today? I put it down. Even till I use this system for reading a book, it's like the top three chapters I want to read in the book. I just pen it down. Mm. And when I'm done with the three chapters, I, I, I need to respect and say, okay, that's all I can invest right now. I'll get back to it the next day. And it helps you stay consistent. So putting systems in every single thing that is in your home right now mm. just works nicely. So I've given a tip about having list, meal planning list. I've given a tip about you using notebooks to kind of write what you need to get done. The mm. top three next day um i think another thing i i invest more is time saving equipments <laughs> let me put it that way yeah. if i find something that's going to do faster and better than i'm doing it i don't have to do it yeah. i will use that thing and i think that came from a mantra that i made for my life i always say not everything has to be done and not everything has to be done by me mm -hmm. so I, you think about it you know most most moms the reason why i put herself under pressure is we have this image of how the house should be that everything should be yes ma'am 
I know we're trying to we're trying to do this all day long. I'm not yes. saying you should have clean homes, please do. But I'm in Canada in pandemic right now. No one is coming to visit me. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm gonna spend five hours cleaning the living room, you know, five hours that I could, of my life, which mm-hmm. I could do to do something more productive in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm skipping that because the only person pressing the bell is the delivery guy. That's the only person coming. He's not even going to call you in anyway. You're going to drop it and run off. <laughs> so, so you really need to think about the things that you're spending your time on. So I would mm-hmm. say that okay, before now, maybe I have like a whole list of things of how I was running the household, but I had to review that when 2020 happened. Yeah. I started crossing things that were not important. Mm-hmm. The things that, you know, I don't have to do after school runs, which is good. Mm-hmm. And then now I have that time to do something else. So I say systems, 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 you know, the things that you do every single day, mm-hmm. think systems think about what are the equipments out there what are the gadgets out there that will save you time mm-hmm. use those things mm-hmm. yeah. i love it i mean i love i love what you say about the fact that it's about systems so whatever you believe is going to save you more time so you're not going to complicate your life by using a digital device that is going to make it more stressful for you like what's the point if pen and paper works for you absolutely please use it because trying to figure out one calendar thing whatever it's going to make a mess of your, of, of your already existing thing. So the most important thing is this, you know, like I usually like to say, it's like, it's like, um, like a flow chart. You start from what matters to me. What matters to me? What are the things that I, I know that I, I'm, are important in my life in this season? And based on those things, how am I going to spend time on them? And if I want to spend time on them, how do I plan a system around spending time on them? So whether like like we're talking about uh, talking about the fact that you know there's a gadget that can help you do it, by all means do it. And and I feel like this image of this I don't know who, who gave us that image. I think it's maybe movies and things like that. Where you just see what's that woman's name, Betty, Betty Crocker. Where you have this idea in your head about how an ideal mother should behave, and you're like, okay, as a mother, I have to be the one to cook the food for everybody in my house, and I have to do it every single day, every single meal. Hello. You want to rethink some of those things that, that you're talking about that are so, so ingrained in your thinking about how a mom should behave? Who said so? Where did you get that from? A lot of us are quick to quote Proverbs 31 woman. This woman had maids, like with the S right there. Maids. I don't know how many she had. You know, she had maids. She was giving them work to do. She was delegating to somebody. Like I, 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 for one, I don't know what, I mean, everybody has their own family and things like that. Please feel free to do what, what works for you in your family, right? But for me, I, I mean, I, I batch cook, for instance, and then I can just bring it out and I uh, and, and just bring it out and ensure that maybe somebody else can heat it up and, and you know, give themselves something to eat. I remember when, when, my, when I was the only one here, like my husband had gone back to Nigeria and I was alone for with my kids and I was in school full time. I was doing what I'm doing right now a little bit. I was doing everything and I had three children who to attend different activities for and all of that. Of course, I had to think, what am I going to do? What, what are, the, are the things that I can do to make my life better, right? And then they were, they were told if they were home, for them for me, they're old enough to be by themselves and things like that. But I had to cook, I would batch cook and leave it in the fridge. They could just get it up and you, know, you have to make sure that you do something that works for you, for your family, for your situation, for your own. Don't stop with this idea of what a mother should look like and kill, kill yourself with guilt. Oh, I'm not doing a great job. I'm not a good mom. If you have to hire someone to do your cooking for you, do it, pay them, get the, the bulk of the soup and the stew and whatever, put it in your freezer and let everybody eat. Most important thing you can be 
to your family is to be a wife and a mother. And if you're going to spend all your energy cleaning, that robs you of being a mother, that you yell at your children because you're tired and, and angry and hungry with the age in front of it, with the hunger and anger together, right? And there's no point. So what are you going to ensure you, you do to put yourself in the mind space of growing in all areas of your life without being stressed and overwhelmed? What is that thing you need to do? You know, <laughs> hunger, exactly, hunger. And I love, uh, someone is asking a question around flexibility, which is that, um, you know, even though you've planned your day, uh, I mean, if something happens, and which I'm going to throw back at you, uh, if something happens, what do you do? How do you handle, um, you know, those times when you are not able to actually do things you wanted to do? So, yeah, of course, as a mom, you have to be flexible, but here is the thing, so... If you because the way I teach time management is you don't split your day into like lump of mm -hmm. like say oh between nine and two I want to work on my business yes you can put that for example but you should know how long each task in your business will take you mm -hmm. so just so I'm trying trying to see the best way I can explain this so let's say for example you said okay eight eight o'clock to nine o'clock is when I want to do my quiet time let's be realistic and then something happens and then you have to drop everything and not do that quiet time so you know that block of time that you blocked out for yourself is an hour hmm. so what you just need to think about is you have that little piece and just think about how else can I fit it in my day what is the other time that I can fit it into and sometimes you may have to sacrifice you sleep a little bit maybe you go to bed at nine and you decide you know what because this happened, I have this one hour I'm trying to fit in somewhere. You know, when you're trying to put a puzzle together, like have mm. this little, and then you have to put it in that slot. Mm. But the key thing is, it's not even so much of the flexibility. It's the fact that your attitude around mm. Mm. changes that you have to make that really matters. If you have this attitude, you know, oh, my day is all messed up. I can, don't know what to do. You know, you just drop the ball on the whole, on the rest of the day. Honey, it's just 12 o'clock. You can still go ahead with the other things you have planned. But because someone has made this thing in the morning, now you drop the ball. Everything is out the window. All the plans you have is out of the window. That wouldn't help you. Life happens. That's why you're mom. You're, you're flexible. Life happens. And now that it's happened is what are you going to do now that it's done? Just move the thing around and fix it somewhere else. And if you're not able to fix, fit it to that day, that's fine as well. You can carry it over to the next day. Well, as long as you know your spare time, but you can still carry it over to the next day. It's like, you know, I think the fundamental thing that you said is it's not the end of the world. Mm. Nobody's giving you, marking you and saying you are expelled or you have to repeat the class. It's your home, like mm. it's your home and you decide how you want to run it. It's mm. up to you. So like, you're in charge of your home. You're in charge of your life. It's your time. You decide how you want to run it. Mm. Whatever standards there is out there, cross that out. Maybe it's a good time to go see God and say, God, what do you, what do you want me to do? What kind of mother do you want me to be to those children? And you'd be amazed when he would describe the mother, mother that he wants you to be. It's completely different from the image you have in your mind. Absolutely. And then your, your standards would readjust and your priorities will adjust. So flexibility, yes, life happens. Just move that thing to whatever time works in that day. And if it doesn't work in that day, carry it over to the next day and God will give you grace. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, you know, for some people who are so fixated on the idea of how they want their day to go that they don't even want interruptions. Like something interrupts, it's like everything else is messed up. Somebody's late by a second, you're yelling shouting and making a lot of noise. It just messes up the entire entire atmosphere, really. 
you know, you have to ask yourself, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Do I want to be the yelling mother? You know, or do I just want to be this calm, gentle person? I mean, gentle, just throw gentle out of the window for some, some of us, but you know, it's the fruit of the spirit anyway. So I guess it's a spiritual thing, not the physical gentleness. <laughs> you know, but I mean, what kind of person do I want to be? And how do I want to reflect on all the people around me? Do I want to be this angry all the time, rushing all the time kind of person? Or do I want to just embrace change as it comes? Okay, life has happened. What can I do? And just move on. You know, like you said, just move it to another time or find something else to do in that, in that space. Or, or like I said, if it's about prayer, you know, let's not be so rigid about it. If I don't stay in this room to pray, I'm going to not going to answer my prayer. Who told you that? Like you can just be doing it on the move if you don't have a choice. You know, pray as you're going if you don't have a choice. But, you know, but just don't let yourself be so caught up in how it has to look that you forget the important things that truly matter to you. Uh, and I just want to say, you know, about systems and, you know, I think we talked a little bit about, um, about that. I wanted to pick up something around that earlier. It was the fact that when it comes to, you know, planning our time and, and um, you know, using our time well, I, I always like to say, don't let it be only about what you're doing, doing, doing. But let's also focus a little bit about, not even a little bit, a whole lot about who you want to become. Because everything else we're doing, 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 sometimes we're so caught up in that that we forget who we want to really be. So if all things that I'm doing are not really going to be helping me to become who I need to be, then I better be checking. You know, if it's going to be making me this hassled, grumpy woman, then the way I'm spending my time, something is definitely wrong. If it's not making me better in my character, if I'm not growing in every area of my life, then it's not working well. It is not working well. I love what somebody's saying about, about self-love. Well, I would say self-care, you know, rather than say self-love, right? Because self-care, which is you make sure that you're making room for yourself in whatever you do. You're making room for, uh, and I love this flexibility. I was listening to a message yesterday that was so profound for me. It was two days ago now, a podcast. And I was talking about solitude as a spiritual discipline. And he was talking about the fact that I was this silence or solitude. I can't even remember which one now. But he was saying the, talking about the fact that sometimes in, in a bit to be, to, to make time for by ourselves, I want to be alone. Uh, we forget God. So meaning you're by yourself. It's a quiet time, but you're not really spending with God. So even though you wanted to be by yourself, you wanted to be alone. But is it about being alone alone or being alone with God? You know, which one are you doing? Because it's so easy to get caught up in, oh, I'm by myself. I just want to be alone. Be alone doing what? Is it to spend time more time with God? Or to spend time reading a book? Or what are you doing in that alone time? That is so important that it's going to make you become the person that you really, really desire to be. All right. So thank you, um, everyone, uh, for being a part of this session today. I, I mean, we're rounding up now. So if anybody has any questions, please feel to drop them uh, in the chat, like I said. But we're rounding up very soon, like a few more minutes. I just wanted Nikki to share with us one last piece of advice you would have, um, you know, for for moms. But before you do that, let me take this question that has come up: How do you do all of this with babies? A newborn, for instance, how can I cope with daily routines and things like that? How can I cope with interruptions in daily routines? Is is the useful Zoom meetings like this? Okay, so if I get your question right, and please uh, clarify if I get it right, are you saying that? Um, the Zoom meeting is like an interruption in your originally scheduled activity, something like that, right? Or are you saying, okay, let me just leave it like that. If that's what you're saying, like this Zoom meeting has come, I didn't really plan it. 
because it has come anyway. And I feel like I have to be a part of it because it's important and it's useful to me. Um, I'm going to let Nike uh, take that question. I have an opinion about that, but I'm, I'm going to let her share her thoughts about, about that. I think she already kind of like covered something like that earlier, but I'm going to let her, let her share. Okay, so I think it's um, Olamide that asked the question. Mm -hmm. Okay, she said a newborn, for instance. Okay, mm -hmm. I talked about different phases of motherhood, and mm -hmm. you need to respect that. Like when I started my business, I had a newborn baby, and all I could spare for business was two hours. If not, things were going to go out of the window. So <laughs> you have to know how much time you can spend for, I don't know why you think it's an interruption, but mm -hmm. you have to know how much time you can spare for other interruptions hmm. and you have to respect the fact that you're a new mom and what is expected of you right now to care for your baby to hmm. care for yourself to heal well and of course to grow so i don't know what you could be doing right now instead of being on this zoom meeting but i'm sure you can still put it pull it off hmm. because if you're supposed to be breastfeeding the baby i'm sure you're good yeah. if you're supposed to be cooking you can still do it mm -hmm. and someone just suggested that Oh, someone just asked if there's a replay. So I was going yeah. to say that if, if this has a replay, you can always join it at the time that will work for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think my big question to you really is, you know how I was talking about scarcity of time, mm -hmm. is that you're really dealing with the pressure of this baby is just so needy. I don't have time for myself. This is just so much. If that's the thing that you're dealing with, I think you need to pray about it. First of all, is that God really help me, give me the strength, give me the grace to be a mother because I'm telling you, all of us that are here can tell you the same thing. Being a new mom mm -hmm. in that instance, you just feel like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, how did I get myself here? <laughs> you know, I, yeah. And if you not happen to be far away from family and friends like I was, yeah. I asked myself, so why did I decide to do this again? So <laughs> if that's what you're going through, everything else is going to look like an interruption. Yeah. But ask yourself right now as you're watching this what are the most important things i'm supposed to do right now in this phase of my life stay connected to god and care for your baby and if you're still working and your job your careers once you're very clear on those things then plan your day to reflect those things anything else that happens that you're not able to attend to don't worry forget about fear of missing out you'll be fine yeah you're, you're paying attention and giving energy and mm. strength what is important to you and that's mm. all you need to do at this phase mm. and when the baby is older i can promise you you have more time exactly don't that's worry <laughs> that's it i agree 100 that's it you know stages phases it's how life is it's how life is people are going to tell you that oh they have older children now they can do what they want they can get around the world and things like that it's just the way life is it's in phases and it's in seasons and you know, one thing that is important for us to do is to ensure that we're embracing our season so good. Like, don't be so caught up in, oh, I wish I was like that person. You're going to end up missing out on the important things in your children's lives because you're always thinking, oh, when are they going to go? No, enjoy it because you need to. And don't be so caught up in all this idea, oh, I have to grow. Yes, you have to grow, but how? You can grow. There's, a, there's always a way to grow whatever season you're in. It doesn't have to be this, I don't know, this big image you have in your brain or mind about how growth should look. But as long as you are taking incremental steps towards the, towards the, to, to the, to the future, you're good. Little here, little there. It's fine. What can you do in this season? Do it. Don't be so caught up in the big that you miss the little. Like I usually like to say, ordinary moments of our lives are the time mm -hmm. when God shows up the most, you know, in your everyday doing, your cooking, in your cleaning. Why God speaks to me the most anyway? Because imagine if I had to wait until I'll have like 100 hours or something, I don't know. When would I ever be with children and all the things to do? 
It may never happen, but how can I grow? What can I be doing as I'm wrestling? Can I be listening to an audio, audio Bible instead of having to read it like, oh, put your eye to paper? Audio books, audio Bible, things you can listen on the go as you're brushing your baby, as you're maybe putting your children to sleep. You know, things like that that you can do even in addition to what you're already doing. I do it a lot. Like when I'm working and I'm very busy, just make sure that I'm putting on something I'm listening to so that it can help me grow if I cannot make that extra time in that season of my life when I'm so, so busy because this season is a different one. I do it. And then when I can get more time, I spend more time. I really hope that that, that has helped um, whoever it is that was um, asking that question. And of course, yeah, you want to say something? Yeah, I wanted to, I just wanted to share something that popped up in my mind yeah. recently and it's like what you just said about your attitude in the mm. season you're in so I like for me my second daughter wonderful girl had really bad eczema like really really bad eczema and she would stay up all night crying and scratching so of course mommy's going to stay up all night crying and scratching I was I mean no scrying and rubbing that was my <laughs> own job and then I, I, I had lots of sleepless nights because of that. And I was a grumpy mom, I'll be honest. Like I'm very grumpy the next day because I'm just upset. I've only mm -hmm. slept for two hours and I have things to do. But then I got to a moment that I had to change my attitude. I just thought to myself, this is a fantastic opportunity for all night worship. So when we, instead of just scratching and rubbing, I'm worshiping, I'm praying. And then I, I would crack the joke that I'm sure the devil is very upset that I'm up all night because I've prayed all night. <laughs> and right now, he himself is even thinking of how this girl is going to start feeling better. So exactly. that this woman... <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was doing her a bit service. Now she's turning into a, a good thing. <laughs> So, mm -hmm. so that's the thing. And then it's it's interesting because the moment I turn into worship time, I wake up two hours sleep. I feel so refreshed the next mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. I'm spending time with God. And then of course she started feeling better later. And I'm like, oh, I think the devil got the cue. But <laughs> your attitude really matters in every mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. I just enjoy the season. You yeah. have the days you feel off, but if you go in with that attitude of I'm gonna make the most, we're going to enjoy this, that's fine. You will have a better, smooth running day. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, that, that example is a very good one because it's very, it's, I mean, graphic. Everybody can relate to it. If you don't, don't worry about what is happening. Just make the best use of it. And let you actually be the one of a winner all the time. Like, it's always a win-win for you. Think about it that way. It's always a win-win for me. What can I learn from here? It's always a win-win for me. And I hope that you embrace um, that for yourself as we close this out today. Thank you, Nikkei, so much for coming here again, you know, to share with us, um, you know, and just have this beautiful discussion around how we can grow and how we can spend and use our time better, um, you know, in this season of our lives. Okay, so. Okay, so, so if you want to reach me, I, you can check out my website, it's www.momleader.com. I help with time management. You can send me an email, nikefamunjuro at momleader.com. I'm ready to receive an email. I'm on Facebook as well, nikefamunjuro on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But uh, Instagram recently deleted my account. So I don't have an Instagram account. So you, I'm not on Instagram. But I do have a YouTube channel as well on YouTube. is Mom Leader TV, where I just share like very practical time management productivity tools that you can use that works. Mm -hmm. And I have a Facebook community too mom leader community so just look up anything mom leader i'm sure you find my contact there i'm happy to receive any email or any questions that you may have so 
Amazing, amazing. Thank you so very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, everyone. Uh, we've been talking a whole lot about our community. You know, we just recently moved into this new house called Mother Rising. And of course, it means that we are relaunching our VIP Moms Club. And if you're here, you want, what are they talking about? What is VIP Moms Club? It is just a community of mothers who want to grow together. So if you want to grow with us, you know, you want to grow with our mom community, talk about accountability, having good sisterhood, who that can just spur you on to grow in every area of your life. So what we do is that every like two months, we deal with one area of life of a mom. So maybe it's, we want to talk about wellness, maybe your identity, purpose, and things like that. We do that for two months, move on to the next thing. Maybe you want to talk about um, your marriage or family or your enterprise. You want to talk about your friendships, your relationships. And we'll just take it around like that throughout the year. And we are always doing, we have a lot of, we have hundreds actually, <laughs> not kidding, hundreds of audios, videos, um, you know, that we, we offer to you to be able to grow in every area of your life as a moment. Like we said before, this thing we're doing is anybody can be a part of it because we have a plan that is as basic as pay what you want every month. We're not kidding. So everybody's welcome to be a part of the community. So there's nothing like, oh, I really don't have, I can't really afford, you can't because there's something you can give. It doesn't have to be, and I mean anything, I'm not joking. When we say anything you can't have, have to drop anything at all, no matter the amount, there's no little amount. that so you want to um, invest in your own growth every month, uh, whether it's every quarter, every uh, year, or every six months, whatever. All you have to do is go to our website. Um, you know, you can either go to mothershorizon.org forward slash community, you get access to all the information you need, or just go straight to Mom University, uh, Mom University website. If you go straight to Mom University website, you'll find um, right there how to get access to um, what we're doing here and how you can be a part of the community. Just check the VIP Moms Club and you'll get access to everything we're doing. We're starting off um, our very first um, series for the year by February 8th. So if you want to join us, you have what, maybe 10 days or so to join us before we close the doors again until another season where we open them, where we open the doors up again for you to be a part of our community. I hope that this has blessed you today. I hope that you've been transformed. I hope that you've, you know, you've learned, I have learned a whole lot. I have my notes full on some of the things that I've written. I didn't have enough time to write, write, because right, I was moderating, but I've really learned a whole lot just by, um, you know, being, being here today. So before we go, can you just let Nika know how much you appreciate her? Tell her one thing you've learned today. She wants to know, what is your one thing that you have learned today from this session? Uh, she wants to know how valuable it's been for you. As somebody is saying that you've been extremely blessed, uh, really blessed. Um, what else did you learn, <laughs> you know, from being here today? As somebody said, I was greatly blessed. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, but what did you learn? One thing that you learned today. Um, today, I want to know, it was an amazing session. Okay, we know, thank you. We know, actually, it was amazing. Even if we say so ourselves, respecting boundaries, I love it. Nigeria says time the term time scarcity profound. I tell you, uh, someone says setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, someone says not everything has to be done by me. Putting systems in place and setting boundaries, expressing boundaries. My time is my life. I mean, you see, everybody has learned something. I love it. I love the boss. Thank you, everyone, for sharing what you've learned with Nikkei. I'm sure she really, really appreciated that you were listening and that she didn't just come here to, to waste her time. All right? I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for all, the, all of your takeaways today. And God bless you, um, everyone.
So that's how we draw the curtain on today's um, episode. We're going to be having another one in, I think, another two weeks or so. And we'll let you know everyone to be a part of the next um, mom, mommy chat with Olushe. All right, till next time, it's bye from this end. God bless you 